0: On today's episode of More Important Issues, we recap Senior Night and the win over Mississippi State. We look forward to Auburn and the chance to claim another SEC regular season title. We're counting on you tonight, LSU. We talk some Vol baseball as they got off to a historic start, and they are now in the top 25, creeping towards SEC play. Just a couple games left before that. Today's segments include Over the Basket, our Jumbotron, and Stupidity and an Epidemic. More Important Issues is brought to you by MyBookie. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, and usually it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you got to check out MyBookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell my people to go to MyBookie. Trust me, they're the best bet this season. They've been in the business for years. They have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners. That's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have in game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. For you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now, MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, but only if you use the promo code ISSUE. That's promo code ISSUE. So visit MyBookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code ISSUE when creating your account to claim to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win you get paid. Rid it, did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, March 6th. The Vols still have a chance at winning the SEC title. It's going to take back to bag. back. It's going to take a couple things. Well, if they just win Saturday, they get a share, which is nice. We've all said that. A share is nice, but we want it on our own. It's going to take LSU losing, and they're actually a one-point underdog in tonight's game. I don't see them losing tonight, but they are a one-point underdog.
1: So, I heard this today that the four teams that LSU's had to play twice, only Florida has a winning record.
0: Nice. (laughs) I mean, think about, like, the SEC is not a great basketball conference. The SEC West is really not a great basketball conference, (laughs) or, uh. Division, I guess. But, yeah, this is – I don't see them losing tonight, and I really don't see them losing Saturday. Kind of my only hope for Saturday that I think could make it difficult on them is if uh, Vanderbilt loses tonight to Arkansas. Then they're at least kind of have that chip on their shoulder of, if we don't win on Saturday, then we will not win a game in SEC play this year. So, I'm cheering against Vandy tonight. So, hopefully they go in um, with winless – Against L S U. And then they're fighting for a uh, for their their first win.
1: <laughs> I think I think tonight against Florida it's a it's a lot for both teams. I mean, definitely L S U wants a share of that title. Right. And Florida's trying to make it into the tournament.
0: Yeah. They the, big, they
1: the big dance.
0: They are fighting still. Um and I mean, you know, a big run a run in the SEC tournament could would probably would have more effect. But at the same time, Counting on a run in five days, you know, counting on beating teams that you haven't even competed with all year, yeah, is not a a guaranteed thing. Went tonight, went Saturday, um, and Florida, their March, Florida's March is looking a little bit better. Yeah, so they've definitely got they've definitely got a lot on the line. Um, It is I've heard it's Spring break in Florida, I can't imagine a lot of students stay on campus for spring break in Florida. At least schools like Tennessee, you know, at least not in Gainesville. Yeah, at least it, well, at least it's you know, some universities it's still a drive to the beach or a drive to you know, so that, so they may stay. Whereas like Florida, it's like oh, if I drive an hour, I can get the hell out of Gainesville and be at a beach. So yeah. I'll so you leave. Um, so I'd say it's uh, I'd say there's a lot less people in, in uh right. in Gainesville tonight. So I don't know how that environment's gonna be because they did beat LSU by one two uh, in overtime on the road. Last time they played. Um, But yeah, after the way Tennessee played last night, let's get into that. Really good basketball game all the way around. Um, Really, you know, the offensive, the last two games, Tennessee offensively has looked uh, not only back to normal, but in my opinion, better. There were a couple possessions last night where we were lazy passing, but overall, it's looked much more crisp. Um, we've been able to find the open guy, move the ball around really well, and um, just play really good basketball on both ends but the offensive end.
1: I thought last night was the most emotional sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life.
0: Yeah, it was not – I didn't like that I cried.
1: Yeah, there was senior night. It was 9 o'clock tip-off, which is awful in itself. I
0: wanted to leave early so bad. Yeah, Not really leave early. I didn't want to leave early.
1: I wanted to be in bed so bad. I could see my dad's eyes watering. That's, and for those who don't know him, when he's tired, his eyes water. <laughs> um, so I was like, dang. Because he has to get up like 4 o'clock. Yeah, I was kind of
0: wondering. I was like, I wonder if they'll leave early because he's yeah. got to be up real early. Well,
1: he, he, he told me. I was, like, I was like, we can leave. When I bought the tickets, I didn't know it was going to be a 9 o'clock tip-off. He was like. No, it's fine. He's like, I'll just take a nap at work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's that's government job. Good. And then you had, back to emotional night, Admiral Crying, which I feel like everybody cried. Yeah. You had the protesters, which that was weird. Um, I guess we won't get into that too much, but whatever. Um, People were saying we're going to struggle after the Kentucky win. Didn't happen. Um, And then Kyle's monster dunk, Fulkerson's monster dunk. And then Brad Woodson's three at the end.
0: Yeah. I feel bad for them because I didn't think they were ever gonna hit him or Lucas because they were forcing it so hard. Oh, yeah. I was like, guys, just let it at least let him like come off a natural screen. Like at one point, Grant and whoever else in the game, I don't know. They double screened a guy for him. Like right in front of him. I was like, when has he ever taken that shot in his entire life? I was like, yeah. just let him come off a screen and hit it. Like at least uh Brad's three was looked a little bit more in the run of play,
1: <laughs> yeah, like they kept coming back. I'm like, all right, I kind of don't want to lose this lead. Um, so if we could just like stop doing that,
0: nah, I was fine with it. I feel like you built that twenty point lead to to let those guys come in and jack up some stuff.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed um, it. I was I life, was
0: hoping I thought with a twenty point lead, I was hoping he'd put him in with like ten minutes left, not give him the full ten, but like rotate him kind of in and out, and yeah. then get them a standing O coming off like he did Schofield and uh, yeah. Alexander.
1: Yeah, that was nice. That was. That was sad too.
0: It's always good when you can get a, a cushy lead in these games, so you can um, those guys can experience it. I mean, you know, a close a close win would be fun. I mean, Mississippi State's a good team, twenty one and nine. Um, I mean, they're 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 solid. They're not bad. And you just played the last two teams you played. You've demolished, and they've been good basketball teams. Yeah. Um. And, and really, last night, I mean. Grant and Admiral had the bulk of the points. You had uh, Bowden right there, and Bowden's all came from uh, inside the arc. Well, well, he had one outside, uh, one from three point range, but for the most part, all inside the arc. Uh, but you know, Grant Grant and Admiral just dominated last night. Um, both of Schofield came in, and right off the bat, it just looked like he wanted to yeah, score as many points as humanly he possible. Had that look
1: in his eye, yeah,
0: and and he hit a couple from the corner real early. But yeah. I was like, this the man might not miss in his face too. This
1: man might not miss from three tonight. <laughs> he's yeah. that pumped up. Um but my player of the game goes to Kyle Alexander. Yeah. Um, he played really good. And you saw when he's able to play a full game what he brings to this team. Ten rebounds, four blocks, six points, and two of those points were from pretty pretty deep in the um it wasn't a three pointer, but it he, it was right at the free throw line. Yeah, it was about it was, a fifteen footer. Yeah, a lot deeper than he usually takes, which I'm fine with him taking those shots. I feel like he is a soft touch. I feel like he – I wouldn't be mad if he took more of those.
0: No, he doesn't find himself in those situations a lot, though. But it's nice that you know you have that shot there. Kind of like Grant hitting those two threes against Kentucky. You're not asking him to take a ton of those shots, but it's nice to know that he can hit them every once in a while. Yeah.
1: But you definitely saw with Alexander, you saw what we were missing in the second round of the NCAA tournament last year against Loyola Chicago um, when he's finally able to play – um, like I said, a, a full game without being in foul trouble. And just, you know, he brings a different aspect to the team. You're able to stay in zone. You're able to get that rim protector. Um, a guy that's able to, to crash the boards and, you know, prevent teams getting offensive rebounds. So, I'll, I think he's my player of the game. Yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely up there. Um, I think it's between
0: Schofield, uh, probably Schofield and Alexander both. Uh, Schofield played, played really well both on both ends. Um, and then two other guys that played really good defensively. Uh, were Fulkerson and Derek Walker. Um, Walker only got credited with two steals. I think he had three, and I thought maybe they might uh, credit that one of those steals with a block, but they didn't even do that. So I thought it might it, it either be two steals and a block or three steals. Um, but maybe they did kind of that guy's, I don't know. Just, yeah, I They didn't credit well. with him. But Derek Walker played much better. Um, he doesn't look lost anymore, which is a positive. Um, Jalen Johnson registering more minutes. Uh, he had five points, a nice little three-pointer. uh him and Bowden both, on one of Johnson's misses, one of Bowden's misses, they just looked real rushed. Um, didn't Bowden didn't look in rhythm. Um, Johnson's came off the floor, just looked weird. Um, but when they both, when Johnson, Bowden, Schofield, all of them when they shoot in rhythm, it's very, very beautiful. And yeah. you can tell off their fingertips when that ball's going in, when I they shoot like, in rhythm. I feel
1: like Jalen's miss, or one of his misses, was right after he hit that, yeah, one. I and think he, that's the one. That, just a heat check. I think it's the one when
0: he jumped, he jumped real weird into it and just was not in rhythm. And it wasn't like he was really guarded. I mean, he had a guy stepping out to him, but yep. wasn't yep. really guarded. Interesting
1: stat. Um, this is the first time Kyle Alexander has had double-digit rebounds since he had his career high of 17 against Missouri on January 8th. It's probably his first game not
0: almost fouling out. I'm not I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's not been that long. But – It was nice that he wasn't getting those. I mean, Kentucky just three absolute bogus calls that got him, that helped him find his way to the bench. Um, I am going to kind of knock us for a minute just real quick because we can't have this kind of lapse again. Early on in the game, I think they had in the first like seven, eight minutes, they had five offensive rebounds. Um, Mm -hmm. We did really poor uh, taking advantage of their misses. So we got to make sure we get that corrected um, before tournament time, I guess. But uh, I mean, it'd be nice to Saturday not have that. So Yeah. But yeah, five the, they were out rebounding us by like three or four and five of those were, were offensive rebounds in the first seven, eight
1: minutes. Yeah, the defense is definitely a point of emphasis in March. I feel like we have, we've realized that we have guys that can struggle, um, shooting the basketball. So, you know, what what do you what do you what can you bring when you're struggling shooting? Yeah. You can play good defense. You can um, die for loose balls, jump passing lanes, save the ball from going out of bounds, crash the boards, hold them just one shot. You know, there's so many things that you can bring to the game of basketball when you're not shooting well. Yeah. Um, and I think this team has realized that, and, you know, they're getting back to how they played defense last year when their offense wasn't so great. Because, I mean, our offense wasn't just incredible last night. We shot 42%, 26% from three. um but we, we played really good defense. And so yeah. you're able to get easy baskets on the other end. I was about to say,
0: was, did a really good job getting out in transition when you got turnovers or, or even off big rebounds, and, long and rebounds. Of that,
1: I would way rather watch team basketball with teams getting out in transition and hitting. I think there was one play where four different guys touched the ball as we went up the court.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, this team plays really good yeah. basketball. I don't. I don't know, think you I can would, argue why that. would way rather
1: see that than Zion's dunks.
0: It, it does crack me up that um, all these teams that, or all these, excuse me, uh, media members were uh, used to be, you know, Tennessee's just, you know, playing a week schedule. Um, you guys are over, you all are overreacting in, in the positive manner, positive manner towards them. Wait till they play Kentucky LSU and then, you know, you drop those and they're like, oh, I told you so. I told you so. They're, and like now it's like, oh, well, maybe you overreacted in the wrong direction because. Here we are playing really good basketball again and beating the crap out of good teams.
1: Yeah. So because Mississippi State, I mean, they didn't look good last night, but uh, just to put it in perspective, Weatherspoon was averaging twenty three points in his last five games, and we held him just five or seven points. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're we're holding really good offenses to, um, especially the past two games, the fifty two points and fifty four.
0: But I mean, it's not that. I didn't think – I thought Michigan State had chances to start playing good and then our defense would just suffocate that. I mean, they were right there. Uh, We went up 10-5. Then they climb back in. It looks like they might go on a little run and then we suffocate again. And then we get back out. They bring it within two points again and then we suffocate that. And and it's like we would not let them get on runs. Uh, And then part of that, you know, during that uh, first little run that they about started, Carter hit two big threes um, to get going in the game. And we were able to suffocate that run. And, I mean, that's – and, and, and basketball is a game of runs. If you can – and if you can eliminate the team from getting on any or barely starting them, you're probably going to win the game. And if you don't, that just means you – it wasn't your night scoring-wise.
1: Yeah, when you have eight blocks and four 17 turnovers um, and 12 steals, you're probably not going to lose very many basketball games.
0: Nope. Uh, I mean, we we did we played really good basketball last night. Um, you can't be disappointed in, in that performance one bit. Um obviously things to work on uh especially you know as, as you get into the uh it it kind of sucks because college basketball not sucks but um it's like it doesn't matter how good your team is if you're not hot right now if you're not playing good basketball right now your season's been a waste even if you've gone even if you go 28 and 3 yeah it's true so it's time to make sure everything's tuned up correctly um obviously the sec conference regular season titles, nice you want that tournament one though. You want to go deep into. You want to go to the final four. Um, you want to be around when when it's. Uh, you want to be around when it matters. When you get trophies. When you cut down nets. All that stuff. Um, so this Saturday it kind of starts. Like it, it is nice because you're. I guess your postseason. Te- not technically in your mind. Um, your postseason kind of starts this week. It's like you get a chance to cut down nets. Yeah. Um. If you win this game, you get a chance. I don't know how does that work if you're away. Will they let you just do that celebrate there? We'll buy him a new net. There you go. Um. It's Bruce Pearl, he should he should let us. Um.
1: He yeah, owes it for the barbecue. Yeah,
0: exactly. <coughs> um. But yeah, Guess so it worked out. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I was talking about this the other night. It's like, what if we didn't hire? What if we didn't have that shit on Donnie Tindle? We didn't. We wouldn't be here.
1: No. I mean, we sometimes you, have... sometimes
0: you have to go back to go forward. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I doubt we have Rick Barnes if we don't have Donnie Tindall. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you pick which one. That's maybe. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you don't
0: you don't get here without Don probably, or without hiring Donnie. Yeah, because you have that year buffer year. So do you Rick think Rick? Get fired? Or... Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you thank Donnie. You thank <laughs> he Donnie. was terrible. Yeah, um, but yeah, kind of nice you get to start that postseason. I was actually uh, uh I was um. I saw a video today, and I ended up watching it about the 2011 UConn team. I need to check their record, but the record wasn't phenomenal. They were playing with Kimba, and I didn't. I don't know if I knew Shabazz Napier was on that team, or if I just forgot. But I guess he was much younger than Kimba. I don't know how old Kimba was on that team.
1: So when they won it again, it was Shabazz's senior
0: year, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, but maybe I'm just misremembering.
1: Yeah. So, um, so they they won it. I don't think they won it when Kimba. Yeah, they won it in Kimba's. They did win it? Yeah, when Kimba went off. Okay. And then they shouldn't, like they weren't very good, and then they ended up winning it again. With, with, Shabazz, with Shabazz is like senior year. Okay, yeah. so that year UConn went, oh, if I can
0: find this, 9-9 nine and nine in conference. Oh, they were 32-9 overall. Oh, that's after the postseason run they had, though, and they won 11 in postseason. 22-9 still isn't bad, though. I mean, that's not a terrible year at all. But they were um, with Kim. Is this Kimba's year? Just Kimba's the year they won it with Kimba. Okay. He was a so Shabazz was a freshman. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And Kimba was. I'm not going to say a senior. I'm not very confident in that he was a junior. So he left after that year, I believe. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so one, they were a non seed in, uh, in the Big East tournament. They went five and zero in the Big East tournament. Won the Big East. Just step back. They, yeah, and they all said that they were done after that. They, they might be in one or two games in the NCAA tournament. They're too tired. Can't win five games and then go, you know, make a deep run. And they end up winning the national title with several big games. And then, like, a super physical Kimba wasn't having a great game until he got – something happened where another player got teed up because of something he did to Kimba, and then Kimba went off. But, I mean, that's just an example of, like, you, you can get hot at the right time. And not have an incredible year. I mean, that's that's uh, yeah, Mississippi State's record right now. It's 22-9. and We got
1: Loyola-Chicago.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, if you, if, if you don't complete – if you don't kind of make this run, I'm not saying you got to go win a national championship to be a big year, but I think today on the sports radio show I was listening to, they said, would you rather um, be a one seed and not make it to the Final Four or a two seed and make it to the Final Four? Two seed and Final Four. Yeah. Well, Well, I think it was just like, well, I don't think the final four was guaranteed. It was just talking about how the brackets were laid out. So, because like one seed's a historic, historical mark. Like that's big. But I mean, final four's got much more historical connotation. Oh, yeah. So if it's easier to, if it's easier, if you have an easier path as a number two seed, I just take the two seed.
1: Shit. If I'm, if I'm picking that, I'd rather, I'll be a 13. Well, yeah. 16 seed to make it to the final. But is it, is it
0: easier is a question. Probably not if it's 16 no, seed because
1: you play one first. Where's, you know. Unless um, I mean, you play Virginia. Huh? Unless you play mm-hmm. Virginia. Unless you play Virginia. <laughs> uh, but if we're just nitpicking, I guess last night, um, you, you mentioned there's some things to work on. I thought that they tried to, especially with Schofield and Grant, they would switch off and have guards on us. And we didn't really take advantage of that very much. I don't know if you noticed that. Um there was times we did, especially with Schofield, but there was times that we just didn't go at him, and I was just like, "Dude, take it." Yeah. There, there is no guard in America that should be able to guard, um, Grand Admiral. Right. I
0: I agree. Especially um, down low. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be you gotta, you got to take advantage of that and uh, get in, when you notice that mismatch, uh, that specific one, get in the paint. Yeah. Take get in the paint and, um, I guess you know. Make don't let don't let them make that switch, especially when uh, Admiral gets more comfortable on the outside. They're going to put a fast guy on him to to try to contain that. You got to recognize that and get in get in low and make him pay for that switch. I agree. Um, and Lamonte, I mean, he did a fin- I thought he did a really good job uh, Saturday bringing the ball up the court, and not that he did a terrible job last night, but uh, just some lazy passes that led to some turnovers that mm. just felt like he didn't have the zip on him or didn't have. Uh, you know, maybe wasn't paying attention when he sent the pass. So, you know, just little little things yeah. that led to led to those turnovers. And again, we were able to, for the most part, slow him down. Transition. Grant, I remember had a really bad pass that he, I think he tried to make an entry pass. That was just not good. Um, led to a transition basket. Uh, but and Jordan Jordan Bone, I, I was picking at him before uh, a couple weeks ago about how he just he always had a couple passes a game that that weren't quite there. I hadn't really had that lately. He's playing like a you know he's playing like the point guard we all know he can be.
1: That one pass that he had to Alexander for the dunk, very nice. Probably I, the,
0: I don't know the if it's the white player. guy in me, but I love a good bounce pass. <laughs> I love a nice clean take him, send him to the basket, bounce pass. I
1: love to see a a big man get hit in stride. Oh yeah, I love to see that
0: yeah it. it
1: it's it, almost like, like that, a lineman catching a catching a pass.
0: It's like I don't know. It's just like I'm kind of like, did you really play that bad at defense? Like when Grant came down the court, it was after that uh, Fulgerson strip. That he had to save it, almost sent it out of bounds. Monte saved it. Yeah, we get down the court kind of slow, and then Grant comes tearing through. Grant's not fast, and he just comes wide open. And I'm like, "What was Mississippi State doing there?" Yeah. Like, it's like it has to all come perfectly together because the defense does have to kind of be a little bit of a sleep to to get that big man in stride.
1: Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> just gave them all that they wanted. They didn't want any part of us because I, I feel like they didn't know who to stop. Yes, yeah, it
0: was definitely a big <clears throat> big
1: night for a lot of people. Yeah, early in the game, you know, Grant had like six points with like 12 minutes left. Right. Um, so, I mean, he wasn't just tearing them apart, but, you know, <laughs> they're like, okay, I'm trying to stop him on this possession and him on this possession. And I just think they ran out of guys to try to, try to guard. And they yeah. had no clue. They just got lost.
0: Yeah. i. Uh, they, they they struggled last night and then apparently one of them spit on a fan as they left. Nice. That's what I that's what I saw. Um don't know if that's true. And then that dude's still in the ball at the end. I was like, and then jacking up a Yeah. Like I'm kinda like, I wish like at first he was like this the I think it was Lucas Campbell got it, and he was like, Should I go to the basket? And he looked at the time and he's like, No. But then he just put it on the floor. He wasn't going anywhere. Like he was going at a very slow pace. He wasn't going to hit a layup or anything. And uh then that dude came and stole it from him. Like, I wish he had just gone to the hole. Now, like I wish you just 2020. saw twenty twenty.
1: Out of the corner of his eye, and just stepped in front of him, where he ran into him and got two free throws. Oh, that would have
0: been nice. Yeah. There was also like five, six possessions in a row with a, and it was like with two minutes left. Like swallow your whistle, there. We're all trying to get home. It's a nine o'clock game. We don't give yeah. a shit about the fouls. It's twenty points. Like right. just let us give go home.
1: have the on. walk ons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just just let us go home. But TV Teddy had to try to keep us entertained.
1: Oh yeah, I saw him stretching before the game. I was like, crap.
0: I mean, I was, I was real up high. I don't know where you sat. Um, I was up in the 300 section, and um, I, I can't really see faces, but he came in and called a called a push on somebody in the first half. I like, was like, that TV Teddy? And then he, you know, gave it a real good, you know, five. And I was like, oh, that's him. <laughs> you can yeah. just tell by the way he makes his calls. I was like, all right, well, there, there he is. But <laughs> we got out of there clean. Um, like we said, a chance to go get, hopefully – your own your own SEC title individual one yep. but at the least the very least you get a share if you win on Saturday yeah back, to back. so let's go back take to back,
1: back to back whatever
0: Yeah, let's go take care of business um, this Auburn team coming off a pretty emotional win as well against a rival um, in Alabama away at Alabama too that they got they got the yep. win um really solid game from several of their guys' their, their key guys too the good thing is is this Auburn team has been everything but consistent so that's good. Yeah, um, they've struggled all year. Um,
1: Sounds like a Bruce Pearl team.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think they they lost a bunch of key guys, and then they have something happen at the beginning of the year, and they just haven't been able to get comfortable. Um, but I mean, they're not; they haven't been absolutely terrible in SEC play. They've lost to the better teams in the SEC yeah, outside of
1: they beat who they should and lose who they should. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's not like they're terrible or anything. And then, um, but that I mean that's probably about all I can say is they haven't been incredibly consistent um have some big wins over people that you're like oh maybe maybe didn't see them beating them by fifteen <laughs> and they did yeah. um and honestly I kind of thought I didn't know if their guard play would be able to keep up with Alabama's but again Alabama's not been consistent either like they're mm-hmm. not i uh we beat them ten out of ten times because they didn't catch us on the one night they could have I think Alabama yeah so Last night, I was kind of looking at that, like, wonder if that'll be a close game. Don't know if their guards can contain them. Saw they ended up with six points, uh, ended up 66 uh, 60. And I was like, okay, yeah, I was, they can't. It doesn't matter. Um,
1: but they have won five out of six. They're averaging right at 80 points per game. So they score a lot. Um, so the defense has to come ready to play. Um, but just like every Bruce Brill team, when they're hot, they're hot. I feel like they, they definitely chuck up a lot of threes. Um, Especially Bryce Brown, he has attempted 253 so far this season, and that's eight per game.
0: And again, he can get hot.
1: Yeah, and he's shooting 40, percent so pretty good average from behind the arc. Right, his fill goes only 42, percent but his three point is 40, so. <laughs> Definitely need to contain him. Hopefully, you put you know Bowden um, or even Lamonte, somebody, or even Schofield, somebody on him that's able to get up. keep him in front and you know guard him off the off the three point line. Yeah, I. I
0: That's a guy you really got to look for. Um, The good thing is, is he's kind of the catalyst of our offense. And it's not been so, or of their offense, excuse me. And the good thing is, is how many, how many guards have been able to consistently beat us off the dribble and hit a three. It's usually a dribble drive kick and Mm -hmm. that's a guy that beats us. So that is the good thing about him.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, I don't even, he's not even the one that brings the ball to court. It's Harper, right? I'm not sure. I've, I, the few games I've watched, it's switched. But Okay. So, I mean, I guess they, they do a good job of switching, like, yeah. Bone and Lamonte. But I, I feel like the key guy in this matchup is probably um, Okiki. Uh, Chuma yeah. Okiki. I like the name. Um, I feel like he can be a problem. He is. Um, he's had double-digit points in nine straight games, so hopefully we're able to take care of that. He's somebody who can crash the boards also. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean I feel like we have a good matchup with him and Grant. Yeah. I mean he's I, not he's not just a tall body, he's just kind of a bigger body, kinda of like Grant is as well.
0: Right. And I mean that's uh size wise when you look at their their forwards and their four or fives, um, that is a good thing is we we outmatch them there and I think, you know, um I'm gonna take Alexander over Wiley and I, I I'll definitely take Grant over anyone in the conference. I don't care what your name is across from him. Yeah. Um you may give him a run for his money, but at the end of the day, that man's probably going to win the battle. Um, or, sorry, he's going to win the war. He may not win every battle, but he'll, he'll win the war. And uh, uh, like you said, he'll, he'll definitely, I think, create problems. Um, and, and I think another good thing that helps Grant, if we look at this as a whole game, is you have guys that he can switch off on. Um, depending on how physical uh, of a matchup it is, which I expect it to be very physical, you may see a lot of Grant and Alexander switching just to – Kind of relieve some of that you may see pawns come in and get physical with him for five you know two or three minutes at a time um, which which helps grant kind of relieve that and then he can come in and, and give him even more uh, so Bruce Pearl team you mentioned that we can't kind of, we know how they play they're gonna play fast and physical uh, the good thing is is we play just as fast and just as physical and I meant to mention this what about us going up up 15. With 15 minutes left, and we went full court man to man. I like. Get, it. We getting ready for March. Yeah. Just in case we got to go into a press or in, you know got to maybe wear some people down.
1: I like it. If I mean we-, we
0: can go six seven deep, or definitely go six deep, seven eight deep. Why not go
1: full court man to man and wear some people down? Yeah. You don't have to trap them, you don't have to press them, but that'll wear people down. Oh yeah. Let's win. I mean let's let's go out and win the SEC and. SEC networks kind of behind us. Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, um, Peter Burns yeah. take a shot at Dan Walken <laughs> saying that um, he dunked. He dunked on. He was talking about Kyle Alexander's dunk, and he dunked on the guy like Vol Twitter dunked on Dan Wolkin. Um Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Not so VFL Peter Burns. <laughs> Um, you're welcome on the show anytime. Dane Bradshaw
0: quickly made wanted people to realize that he did not say it, which it's way funnier coming from Peter Burns because he really has you know he has zero ties to Tennessee. Yeah. Whereas Dane Bradshaw, yeah, it may have come across very petty Absolutely. with him saying it. So, or maybe it was Dane Bradshaw and Peter Burns just covered for him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> either one. Whoever said it, VFL. I
0: mean, de- it was definitely Peter Burns, but yeah.
1: Oh yeah. So he, I mean, he claimed his VFL card. Dane Bradshaw already had his. So. <laughs> um. You talked about
0: uh, Harper a little bit. He had 16 points last night against Alabama. Yeah. So, O'Kiki oh, had 17. He's only averaging like 11 points a game though. Yeah, Talking not like too much. Yeah, not not a not a ton. Um, and and Brown was uh, two for ten from three point range. So, was not hot last night.
1: Yeah. So somebody somebody called in the the sports show and did a prediction like 74, 76, 52 or something like that. Tennessee. Oh, I don't was know like, if I see us get holding somebody, another team to 50. Somebody was like, yeah, if, if Auburn's being held to 50, they're going five for 35 from the three-point line. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if I'm – I don't know what I'm saying we're, we've got three teams in a row we're going to hold to 50 points. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. Prove me wrong, Admiral. Favorite of this, prove me wrong. I'd love that. Yeah. i love that. Uh, if you're on to the game, I don't know if you'll be on the planes. I won't be on the planes. You know it's a noon game? Is it really? Yeah. That's kind nice. of a bummer. 11 o'clock local time start. So you got to wake up early and go to the planes. I don't like that. Um, yeah, I know. But if you are, if you're going to do that.
1: Yeah. Tell your new friends that over at Tick Splits, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network, unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at Tick Splits, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing a sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. So go to splits.com and enter promo code armchair at check out to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com. Promo code armchair. splits. Guaranteed seats. Guaranteed emotions. Guys, go ahead and do it. I don't know what you're waiting on. Um, I do it for everything now. Could you get that extra 5%? The extra 5% no percent is nice. Yeah. Nice. I actually use it. Um... For... I'm going to the... I'm going to Miami. And so I bought heat tickets with it. I'm going to see VFL Josh Richardson. well J. Rich. The Dwayne Wade farewell tour. That'd be nice. Yeah. you got, I, got you're gonna wear, I was
0: about to say, you gonna wear your jersey? Absolutely. Nice. Um, Speaking of being in Alabama, the baseball team drove down to Alabama yesterday. Oh, yeah, they I drove. I, I saw a video on the bus and they were singing uh, uh, Dixieland Delight. Um Which yeah. was nice. After... Getting the best start in program history out of their way,
1: yeah, thirteen and zero, baby.
0: Which I was talking to someone. I don't, you know, that's cool. Kind of stinks that the last team to do it was a two thousand fourteen team that didn't do anything. <laughs> sure, but at the same, it, it was a very big accomplishment. Um, yeah. Very cool to see it happening. Uh, and I don't remember that. I would actually went to several games in uh, at that time period in between, like twelve and fourteen, because Wes Walker played on the team, so I went yes. with uh, Jonathan and Kara. Um. So I mean I don't I don't recall how good those teams were. If they could have been very good, um, but they never really got. It never seemed like they were playing well under Serrano at the end of the year. So
1: no. Um, but I thought Troy was a, a pretty good opponent. Um, we we went up two zero, and then they tied it two to two, and then we just kind of took off from there. You had sophomore Sean Hundley uh, take the mound for the Vols. He pitched um, five innings. Gave up five hits, two runs, um, two strikeouts. And then Tennessee had a good day hitting the ball. They had the most hits they've had all season in a game uh, with 13. It was a good 13 game. 13 everything. There you go. 13th win, 13 hits. Um, Luke Lipsius leads a team with 13 RBIs. Dang. Okay. So 13 everything. And he had three RBIs in this game. Um, Jay Charleston got his 10th stolen base. And then uh, Ricky Martinez had four hits in the game. <clears throat> so, ton of hits um, for the Vols. And this week, they got a big matchup with Fresno State uh, when they come to town. I don't really like, I was looking at the schedule, I don't really like that we don't play a, like a true road game. We play right. neutral sites. Right. But we don't play a true. So, I mean, you can't be ranked, right?
0: Right. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't be ranked. Um, I was kind of
0: wondering. I haven't looked at anyone else's schedule. I don't know how that works in bass or baseball. Excuse me. Like, do you
1: do most programs go and play road games before their conference schedule? I mean, you you definitely don't do a lot. It's usually kind of like the home and home stuff. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's kind of like the first season of football, I guess, where you have you play teams that you want to win. Right. Um. But you do you do go play ETSU at ETSU. Yeah. Uh, after your first SEC series. Yeah. So I mean, Auburn will be our first true away game, um, but the Vols were able to to go on the road. They went to Pensacola, Florida, Hoover, Alabama. Um, so I haven't been home in over a week, and you know got got four wins a while on the road. Um, and then Fresno State comes to town. Uh, Vitello was talking um, earlier, I think yesterday, saying that Fresno State's pitcher that they'll face Friday um, throws right at 100 miles an hour. Oh dang. Um, so it'll be some good pitching. I think that's I think that's where Aaron Judge went to college. Oh really? Not positive, but I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, so I mean, we're hitting the ball. We're we're pitching the ball well. So hopefully, we're able to, you know, continue on this undefeated train and uh, get into SEC play. SEC play is not going to be a great time. There's no. 11 SEC teams ranked in the top 25 right now. Um, Tennessee is one of them. So right. at, at least we're up there. That's good. Um, but. As I was talking about Fresno State, they're six and three on the season, um, and they have a big win over number twenty-five at the time, Cal State Fullerton. Um, so, be some pretty good teams, um, be some pretty bad teams. Right. So we'll see how the balls fare this weekend.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, we talked. We kind of talked about how Fresno State be a formidable opponent, especially before you step into uh, SEC play. Obviously, you want you'd like to play road games. It just didn't work out that way. Um, you're still thirteen and zero. Had the chance to be, ever I mean, you talked about that Fresno State pitcher. They're going to be a quality team, but you have a chance to legitimately be undefeated going into SEC play, which would be a exciting um, yeah. accomplishment. Uh,
1: and it's crazy to think that we're already already thirteen games into this yeah.
0: Season. Pretty wild. It's uh, you know almost middle of March now. It's you know we're we're through a first full week in March here, or we will be here soon. Um, pretty pretty crazy how we've already gotten there. But uh, ranked twenty first, right?
1: Yeah, we're in like four different ones. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I thought
0: I saw twenty five at one point. So yeah, so.
1: there's 25, 21st, first, twenty third. There's a bunch. I don't really. We're know top twenty
0: five. That's all that matters. Yeah, top twenty five. We are hopefully there to stay. <laughs> I know we're an SEC play, but that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, to be there to stay. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see how this team, um, kind of plays out. How that you know if they can kind of keep this, uh, role going. We do know they're still pretty young. Overall, when you look at it, um, you do have some older. You at least have more experience, yeah. uh, but that kind of worked out because last year just the team needed a lot of help. Um, think of it like how the football team has had a lot of young guys playing. Kind of, kind of a similar situation last year with the pitching staff. Um,
1: Speaking of football team, spring practice starts tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy too. I feel like spring <laughs> practice is really early this year. It's yeah. not. No, it's the same time as always.
1: Yeah, people have already started. It's just the fact that yeah, uh, high school teams. Some high school teams are already done. Oh wow! Yeah, I know Missouri's practice. Arkansas's started already. Um, Absolutely yeah. wild, wild. So, what, what kind of things? Speaking of football, what kind of things do you are, are you interested to see?
0: I I'm, I'm interested to see the quarterback situation. Um, number one is JG just the guy. Uh, I think there. Well, I think there's a lot of scenarios that play out. Is yeah. J is JG just the guy? Um, was JT Schrout red-shirted last year? Is he as talented as I think he is? I don't know. That doesn't mean he's game-ready. I think he's talented, though. Um, but is he as talented? Um, can he play in Cheney's offense? I mean, and I think he's probably – he's a good fit in that offense, I think. Uh, is Bron Maurer uh, the freak athlete he looked like he was – or the freak quarterback he looked like he was in high school? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think – Quarterback situation is a big question, and there's a lot of questions that go around. Uh, where is his offensive line? Yeah. I think it's another big one. And I think I think a big problem with our offensive line, since Butch Jones has been here, is not only depth and talent, but also the system we run. I don't think it helps offensive linemen who aren't good. Like, I think it's a sink or swim system. How they, they kind of, like, zone block, and you've really got to look hard, like – I feel like hopefully with Cheney where, you know, a lot of it's just and, – and one thing Cheney does well is, is he's uh, open to change and he just wants to get the ball in his player's hands, however that you – know best player's hands, however that works. But in a physical offense, is he just going to put, you know, helmet on helmet and go? Because I think that helps all, our offensive line out a lot, if that's the case.
1: Yeah, if they could just go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that – I'm curious to see that. Uh, but, yeah, I, th- yeah. I, I think – and then my next question is kind of where are all these freshmen at that we got in. Because we're kind of yeah. we're going to be relying on them this year. So yeah. where are they at?
1: I mean, yeah, a lot of them might not start, but a lot of them are going to get playing time. Yeah, um, yeah, I think especially in the secondary. Uh, I mean, you have Alonte and Bryce Thompson, um, but I mean they've only had one year. Yeah. So I mean they're they're young guys too. So and then you're asking Jalen McCullough, you're asking um, Aaron Beasley, Tyus Field, some of those guys that are you know came here to compete for playing time um you know and then you, you have the other guys on defense Roman Harrison, Kovaras Crouch, Henry Teoto, you know where do they fit in? Right. Um so yeah, I'm definitely interested in the in the freshmen that are coming in. Some aren't some are on campus um and some aren't here, so I think that's going to play a key part in it as well. Um but Yeah, the offensive line kind of makes me nervous. I thought we'd be a lot better. And we have some talent. At least we have some talent. Right. at the position. It's young talent, but we have some but not having Trey Smith there probably this whole season is um, definitely not ideal. Right. Right. So. Absolutely. I agree. But like you said, you have Jim Chaney, and with the quarterback situation, he didn't recruit any of those guys. So none of those guys have, you know, the best guy's going to play. Right. So, and Brian Maurer wasn't recruited at Georgia, I don't think. No, nah, I think the only really other SEC offer he had was Florida, and that kind of seemed more of like
0: a. Hometown thing than anything, or he wants hometown, home state kind of thing. Because I I don't think Florida was upset that they didn't get him. I think there were some fans that were, but not. Yeah. No, no, or uh, no coaches seemed too upset.
1: We have a Twitter question.
0: We do. Quick update before you get there: LSU and Florida are tied at twelve at eleven forty-three in the first half.
1: Ooh. So. I like it. Um. So, Brant Lesby says thought on how many guys Tennessee's team will go through the draft process. And which ones could possibly declare. It's interesting. Um, I've I thought about this a little bit. Um, I, I definitely think Jordan Bone um, and Grant do it. Um, yeah, they will. Know, they, they've definitely got some draft stock. We don't have there. any freshmen that can. No. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I um, guess DJ Burns technically could, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, those two guys, I feel like Jordan Bowden with his defense and his length you know, possibly could. I don't – I definitely think he comes back next year. I, I, I definitely think Bowden comes back. I kind of
0: – if I was Barnes, if I was someone in his camp, I think I'd be like, if you get invited to go through the process, do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no harm. Yeah. Even, if you like, if, even if you're like. If you like, I'm going to come back, go and get graded by teams. Go work out for some teams. See what they say. Yeah. Um. I think, you know, I think Grant and Bowden, excuse me, both definitely do the process. I don't know. My only concern with Bone is his size. Yeah, that's my only concern. His speed, um, his shots gotten a lot better. He's one of the best um, natural, you know, point guards. He's a he does a great job getting his team involved. I think he's got an, I think he's got more NBA upside than anybody else on this team. Yeah, but his size is definitely a question mark.
1: Yeah, I mean he, he's. I think he's around six three ish.
0: Is he really? That's even incredible. I mean, I guess our team's just gotten so much bigger this year that he looks. Small, yeah. Next to them,
1: yeah. So, some I think I read that he was six three. Maybe I mean they might hurt hardest feelings in the NBA. But they may,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, like you said, like we said, they make you take your shoes off. Uh, they make you sit in ice for a little while. That's mm-hmm. not true. I like to make that joke, um, but they, but the they the they make sure is, they get your size right.
1: The NBA is kind of going away yeah. from smaller guards. It's all about it's, uh, it's guess, length. Yeah. Um, length so I mean, is, you look at Westbrook. Dean Fogg. He, he is he is six three by the way. Okay. So so uh, that's when I read that I was I thought he was like six six, foot. six one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean Bowden's six five. I wouldn't have yeah. guessed that. It, it's crazy that he's six five. I don't remember him being that big in high school.
1: Yeah. I um.
0: Because we played against him at Windy Did
1: you? Re- get a I wasn't.
0: I wasn't there. But um. But I, he he was like a freshman then though too. Yeah. But even I mean I went and watched him play like a senior. Year. I don't I don't remember him being six five, but a lot of those, um, which is crazy. Thankfully, that Carter coach is committed to getting guys to the next level, and it's really hard at basketball because most six five guys in high school are playing the four or five.
1: Yeah, so he he was definitely able to play that guard position, yeah. but if he went to South he's probably a post. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I definitely think those two guys, and we'll. Like you said, if anybody has the opportunity, they'll go through it. I hope so. I mean, I think you got to take that opportunity now. That, even Lamonte. I feel like yeah. Lamonte could.
0: I'm sure you have to get invited yeah. um, to do that process uh, because it's kind of similar to Combine stuff. You do workouts, you go, you do private workouts for teams. Um, so you definitely have to be invited to those. But I think you can even go as far as either hiring or consulting an agent and, and they can kind of talk with teams too and, and get you a better idea. Whereas the NFL, you can't, unless they change that in the last few years you used to not be able to hire an agent. Yeah. Like that once you hired an agent you were declared you were going. So
1: I think the good thing with Lamonte, I feel like he could make a roster not an NBA roster, but maybe in the G League, because they want to put people in seats and he can score the basketball. <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean even if you played overseas the same case, um where they just want to be, they just want to score points. They want to see right. people at the games, get more money. Um so I mean definitely if you can get paid for it, do it as long as you can. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's for the Twitter questions? Yeah. All right. I guess we're going to roll
0: into our segments today. Start with Jumbotron. We got
1: over the basket. Oh, over the basket. Sorry. Apologies. Do you have any? Um, I did. Let me make sure I've still got it. Uh, I'll go first. Duke. Will go up in the polls after their solid win over Wake Forest last night by one point. Are you asking me or are you telling me? I'm asking. No, they won't. <laughs> so it's uh, over the basket. Yeah, they won't go up in the polls. Okay. There's no way. I mean, there's no way. But what if they? What if they beat North Carolina? No, because that would still.
0: I, would still, I mean, I, well, sorry, North Carolina's in front of them.
1: Um, so yeah, they would lose. Um.
0: Yeah, but I mean, then you're kind of taking. I guess it's possible, but then you're taking Wake Forest out of it, out of that scenario, or you're taking the Wake Forest win out. Like that one didn't really matter. You just kind of escaped that victory. Yeah, I mean, I'm like I'm the, in the camp of like, for the most part, a win is a win. Um, but like, don't try to sell me that win either. Like you like you were a 26 point favorite and you lost, or yeah. you barely won. Sorry, and you have three other is that right? Three other McDonald's All Americans. On your roster, so Here, here's
1: another one. Here's a scenario for you: If they would have lost last night and beat North Carolina, will they still go up one? Say that again. They lose a the Wake Forest and they beat North Carolina. now.
0: no. They go down. They might stay the same, but <coughs> they wouldn't go up. Like so ten- we jump them if Tennessee w- wins out. Yeah, they would jump them. Okay. And Tennessee, I think if they went out, still has potential to jump Duke regardless of what happens on Saturday. Yep. I think. Because you do win a title at the end of that, which I yeah. think could help, and you've had convincing wins, whereas that one was literally decided by how did a basketball bounce. <laughs> yeah. So, I I don't know. Um, let's talk about LeBron James. Speaking of overreactions, okay. I we talked about it a little bit last week whether he stays at the Lakers. How many guys get traded, I guess? How many guys leave after this year? Traded, leave.
1: Is Luke Walton the coach? I don't know. Cuz I want to know how invested he is in Is LeBron the, there? Is LeBron with the Lakers next year? I think so.
0: Okay. So <clears throat> is this all is this all overreactions to what's going on?
1: I think a lot of it is the media just kind of blowing up that the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. I mean, it
0: definitely doesn't help that this the Lakers, the reason it's a story is because the best player in the NBA looks lazy and unfocused. Yeah. That's why it's a story.
1: Yeah, well, and I, I think a lot of it is he was out for a quarter of the season. So I feel like that has something to do with, you know, they are horrible with band. Right. Um, so I feel like that has something to do with it. I mean, he is lazy. I I'm a LeBron fan. I will,
0: his body language is what's killing me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will back that man up till the day I die, but you know, he looks lazy. He looks checked out. He looks,
0: he looks like he's not invested. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think,
1: I think a my lot overreaction
0: of people, to it is I think he's either gone or there's a lot of changes made in the organization. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I feel like Luke Walton's a decent coach. Like, look at his body of work that he's got to work with. Meh. Yeah. You know, I mean, not great, not terrible. They're not. They're not the worst roster, even close to the worst roster in no. the in the NBA. Like, they should be in. I mean, they it, should probably be in in the playoffs. Yeah, I they mean, definitely they, should. They're in the East. <laughs>
1: yeah, in the East, they're probably the number three team. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I I don't really look. I don't really think that. The Lakers should make a huge change, a bunch of changes, in fact, because I feel like if you can get at least one all-star, yeah, you have the, the youth around you that's going to be good here in a few years. I wish, I really wish, if the, the Lakers were smart, they would have kept D'Angelo Russell and not got Lonzo Ball. I was surprised, which Lonzo's played a little bit
0: or for a time. I haven't paid attention in the last – Month or two for a time, he was playing decent. I thought he would definitely get traded, yeah, this year because I thought, I thought with LeBron they would ask him to do more than he could. I thought he'd get traded, so I guess he could still, but yeah, I didn't think I he'd know. last this long.
1: I feel like Anthony Davis, um, is definitely if they go get Carmelo, I'm, I'm done. Like, that organization does not want to be good. <laughs> Because Carmelo is a cancer, um, and you look what the Rockets did when they got him—they were terrible. So that's my take. I've got one that's not—I'm not, not going to ask you a question. Did you see R. Kelly's overreaction? I did not. I was—I was, I was going to watch it, but I didn't know like how gruesome or anything. It's not, it not that bad. bad. No, I okay, think I need to, this, this is, is part of it. they need some shoes down the street from their uncle Brother. stop it y'all quit playing quit playing Brother. I didn't do this stuff this is not me
0: y'all i am fighting for my life y'all killing me with this <laughs> I you <can't> <laughs> Robert I <laughs> Robert and i can't do it don't wanna the truth. you don't want to believe it at this point we briefly pause the full disclosure i have no idea the whole story about Arkill. I know there's jokes about him like peeing on little girls and stuff but i don't know like well, what apparently, all... like
1: he did like lock these girls up in a room yeah right yeah so i don't i don't know <laughs> though like what i will say this i think it is the perfect time to drop a new album
0: was <laughs> that like in prison? Because any like going to prison, like that's like for sure.
1: Bro, I don't know. I don't know for sure.
0: I think like he was like. <laughs> I thought he was found guilty, but I, but, I might be wrong. Again,
1: yeah, I don't follow very close attention. To drop a new album. <coughs> Just let it all out. If it's good, people will forgive you. If it's bad, you're right back where you started. So this is your way out. Dropping an album because the man can sing. If anybody else tells you, oh, R. Kelly's not a good singer, you're an idiot. <laughs> He may be weird. He just pees on girls a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he likes little girls, and and he's weird. But he can sing. I mean, everybody still praises Michael Jackson. Let's let's.
0: Yeah, and I've got a big problem with that. I'm like, oh, just because he died, you're just gonna forget that he's raped women. Okay. <laughs> or raped women. Sorry, raped little boys. Yeah. I he's mean, still- there's,
1: they're weird. It's it's very weird, and, and it's not right. But if you can sing, you can sing.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna praise you though. Like the Michael Jackson thing, like cool. He had. You know, good music at one point, but he raped Little Boys, and I'm out on him. I'm out on him. But um, I think that's all I got for over the
1: basket. I think I got anything else. That's all I got, too. Uh, Jumbotron now. So we're going to do VFLs that graduated, and it hurt your heart. Hurt your heart. Or physically cried. One or the other. Yeah, that, too.
0: It definitely hurt your heart if you physically cried, I hope. I hope you didn't just cry just for you gonna go first? the hell of it. Um, yeah, I mean, Admiral is my obvious one. And I had a tough time because like I was thinking about it. Like I was like, I really like I haven't been super hurt to see anyone leave. Like, I don't know. I've never I've like that senior night I was like, dang, this team's not gonna be together anymore. Cause like I guess they've just always been a presence like on and off the field. Yeah. Um, but one senior night that I was like I have to be in the stadium by like, I have to see him go through the tunnel was Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Like, I feel like he gave so much. Like I was like, I've got to see him. Like, I feel like I owe him that. Yeah. So Josh Dobbs was a guy that I like hated to see graduate. And I made sure I was there on senior night to see him run through the, and and Josh
1: Dobbs is probably my number one too, just because like he did so much on and off the field. Right. And you kind of knew when he left that the position at quarterback just wasn't going to be what it was. Right. Yeah. No, that's – Like, you knew sure. we were going to struggle at that position. You were hoping JG would be <laughs> a Heisman candidate. Right. But in the back of your mind, you kind of knew just like, dang, we're not going to – That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, second, I'll go Uh, Chris Lofton. Yeah. Um, I, I think that guy just – especially like – not just because he got cancer, but um, when he beat that and then, you know, still played and everything like that, I just, I don't know. There's just something about the guy knocking down threes in Kevin Durant's face that I was just like, man, I don't want to see that get out of orange.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, my next one's kind of different because he didn't technically graduate with us um, and it was a terrible ending to his career. But uh, AJ Johnson, he was so much fun to watch on the field. Like, he was kind of similar to this team. Like, just like a really enjoyable person to like follow, I guess. Yeah. Um. And then all that, the way that season, the season still had some promise to it. Um. Then once kind of that, once that kind of happened, you kind of knew. And and we talked about this before. We're not gonna like. We're not gonna sit here and put our own spin on it. All we know is he was found innocent, and it sucks. And he got on our roster. Um. But yeah, that was a sucky ending to his career, and definitely missed like seeing his last couple of games in orange and.
1: Yeah. Um. So I'm not going to go with, since you said Josh Dobbs I'm going to go with Pig Howard Yeah, I was um, You know, especially you, you Go back and watch that Georgia game Where he just laid it out On the line and the ball just happened To come out of his hands before he crossed the plane um, And he was well undersized And they, his name's Pig, so he's always going to be remembered Because his name's Pig um, That's not his actual name I think his name is Alton. Yeah, Alton. Alton. Um, But you hated to see him leave, uh, but it's good that he's getting an opportunity to play football for the Express. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. That was a – I think the good thing is I
0: don't think – I'm sure, like, again, every fan base has them. Every, like, people, like, you know, large amounts of people have this. But I'm sure, like, people probably send them death threats because they're shitty people and stuff like that. But you saw that and you were like, you can't blame the guy. Like he gave no. he he like gave his gave his heart to try to win you the game. Yeah. So you can't be mad about it. Um, again, another guy you didn't get to see. I don't know if we were, they're were supposed to graduate or not. Uh, but a guy we didn't get to see graduate was Eric Berry. Yeah, that one was that one sucked, and I feel really bad for him too, because he would have had the record for most re, uh, interception return yards, but they ruled it a fumble against Georgia. And I remember being in the stadium and like everyone erupts cause you thought it was that was the call and my dad turned to me and he goes, They're not gonna give him that. Like that they're gonna rule it a fumble and not give him that. Like that's crap. Like he was like they shouldn't review it just for that, because it was so close. And he was right. But that was yeah, I wish he could've gotten that. Um definitely sucked to to see him leave.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll say uh Alvin Kamara. Yeah. He didn't technically Hey, I don't know if we're doing graduate or just leave. Two of mine didn't have their yeah. senior nights, so yeah, that's, that's fine. We can just do that, just leaving the program. Um, but, yeah, Alvin Kamara was such – besides Josh Dobbs, I don't remember anybody so loved by this fan base. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Because, I mean, there, there's people today that will go jump in front of a train for that man. Yeah. Just because he played football UT and was, you know, a fan favorite. He was – Kind of weird with the nose ring and the, the grill. Right. You know, He just did his own thing, and, and people loved him for it. And, you know, having such a great career so far in the NFL, um, it, it was sucks It sucks that he went to Alabama first and didn't just come here straight because um, I feel like we could have definitely utilized him a lot better if we had a different coach. Right. Oh, yeah. I agree.
0: Absolutely. Um, that's all I've got for you. That's our Jumbotron. Uh, stupidity is an epidemic. Here's mine. I've got a few. My first one, SportsCenter, um, nice. tweeting Mike Tyson looking like he could still knock someone out cold at 52. 52 is not some old, ad, like, barely walk age. Yeah. He was the heavyweight champion of the world. I assure you he could knock out. There's not a single person I know personally that he could knock out a fight. He knocked out Allen, like, a couple years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I don't know why they act like it's some, like, that man could knock me out at probably 95. Yeah, I don't know why they act like it's some old ass man like barely <coughs> needs a walker or some shit. Like, it's Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yes, he could knock someone out. I know I know a lot of 52-year-old men who could knock people out too. And Mike Tyson could definitely knock those guys out. But <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying is 52 isn't that old. And they're like, at 52.
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of 52-year-olds that are in great shape. There's 52-year-olds like running marathons. Like, the hell yeah. are you talking about? So mine is at Vol's Basket. And... Sean Fincham retweeted it So I think this guy Was being serious Um, But he said It was after we got Corey Walker Who's a five star Basketball recruit He said I guess One five star wing In five years is elite Who knew Y'all are the reason Knox News Had to tell y'all How to cheer this year (laughs) Um, And then he goes on To say Yeah imagine being proud Of evaluating Unknown talent Instead of Just going and getting The real ones So You'd rather us Just not Coach Yeah that's confusing that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, who
0: Stupidity. knows? Stupidity. Um, I don't know if I shared this one last week. I can't remember. But Sean Finchum. congrats, Sean! You got your award back. He tweeted. I think we did talk about this. The hate Lane Kiffin receives by all fans is comical. Did we do this one? I don't think so. The hate Lane Kiffin receives by all fans is comical. The man took what at the time he thought was his dream job, and you folks would have done the same in whatever profession you are. I forgave him a long time ago, so should you.
1: I feel like everybody's forgiven. By but that. but the.
0: No one's mad that he took his dream job. They're mad that he literally left in the middle of the night. That's yeah. what everyone's mad about. And I think everyone would say that. Maybe not you because you're literally probably suck his dick, Sean, just to get some. But I think everyone, like if I met Lane Kiffin, I'd be like, Lane, I love you, but fuck you for that. Yeah. I would, I would. if he was drunk, I might not say that because he'd probably try to fight me and he'd probably win. Because <laughs> he's he's got to be, how many bar fights has that man been in his life? Oh, he's life?
1: close to 52. How, so. how many
0: bar fights has he been in, you think? I feel like a few.
1: I feel like he always has people around him that fights for
0: him. Even worse. So, yeah, yeah if he's really drunk, I'm probably going to say that. But I feel like he would laugh about
1: it. Like, 52-year-old Mike Tyson definitely would hang out with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. I feel like if I said that to Lane Kiffin, he'd laugh. I feel like Lane Kiffin could take a punch from Mike Tyson and knock get down. At 52. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How old is Lane? Like 40? Barely 40? <laughs> he's close to 52. Yeah, he's getting there. at that point... He's creeping to 52. At that point, you cannot knock anybody out unless you're Mike Tyson. <laughs> Um, so my next one is Chad Winthrow from Winthrow the Zone I guess he does the zone. Um but he said, I'm I'm a UT grad, so I say this with peace and love. All Twitter needs to do a better job with their aim and stop firing rounds blindly into the night. The Shiano play has em, emboldened I don't know. Them to shoot their shot even when no shot should be taken. <clears throat> Chad, um, I don't think you know how Twitter works, but it's where people can be savages. <laughs> um, so, any chance that we see fit, we will take a shot at Dan Walken for what he did at the university uh, against the University of Tennessee. So, yeah, and I'll, just because you're a graduate doesn't mean you can talk. You can't uh, talk shit. Oh, either. and you're not safe. You're not <laughs> safe by any means, because this is the same guy who had on his. I don't know if he actually said it, but he was that dug guy. But he's yeah. on the 104. He's on the zone. 90, yeah, 95 percent done. Yeah. Um, and he said last night before the game that Tennessee is on serious upset alert. Yeah. But he's the only one to say that. You said some stupid shit that you need to get called out for. Yeah. And I called him out, and he he kind of got upset with me. But
0: just because, too, like your Dan Walken interview wasn't that good. Like, yeah, you got Dan Walken upset. Cool, but it wasn't. I listened to it today. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't some groundbreaking journalistic Tennessee vol thing. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yeah, not
1: s- him our way.
0: <laughs> I'll be happy to I'll make Dan Wilkin hang up the phone. Yeah. You didn't get Dan Wilkin to hang up the phone, that's my concern. I
1: was in collections. I can get people to hang up <laughs> on me. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Go
0: ahead and send Dan my way. Yeah. Daggum Florida's gonna get beat on their home court, I'm down by seven. Those bastards. Can't count on them for anything. It was no so, good.
1: At underscore underscore Chan Man, He says Grant Williams thinks he's tough without Reed in there, like we all didn't see him flopping all over the court at Rup. Fraud and a half. Hate this team, hate their colors, hate Rick Barnes, hate Rocky Top, and I hate that stupid dog. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. <laughs> don't ever talk about smoke. Yeah, I don't and like you're a cat. Yeah. And
0: you and like you all have the ugliest cat logo that you halfway stole from Kansas State,
1: and ha- have you have you not ever listened to Aaron Hayden? Dogs don't raise cats. <laughs> That's right. There's what he means by
0: that saying is what he means by that is dogs don't raise pussies because y'all are pussies. Literally, yeah. y'all are, like I'm not making fun of you. Y'all are pussies. Yeah. So sorry. And and re- what does Reed do besides just stand in the lane? I now mean, he would have helped them, but, like, would he have made a 20-point difference? Nah. No. That man has Get never scored 20 points in his life. Or stopped, for that matter. Get out of here with that crap. Yeah. Get out of here with that crap. And then everyone, all of them, we talked about this, wanting to blame the refs. We had more foul calls, so shut up. Okay, and why is Knox News still a thing? I don't know, dude. I can't stand John Adams. And, and then now Mike Wilson's starting to say stupid shit. I'm like, Mike, stop. Dude, I liked you for a time period. Yeah.
1: And they tweeted, I don't know who wrote this article, because I wasn't going to give them uh, the benefit of another click. This yeah, is, I, I refuse to click on Knox News now. Yeah. Tennessee basketball destroys Kentucky. So are we all going to overreact again? Overreact about what? That we are good? Yeah,
0: we were number one for four weeks. How the hell is that overreacting?
1: <laughs>
0: <coughs> Jeez. I don't People get are it. stupid. I do not get it. People. That's why we have this segment. People are stupid. <laughs> Guys, hopefully you get to watch LSU lose tonight. And then Saturday we get a chance at our own title. That'd be nice. Come on, Florida! I'm, I, I never will cheer for you the rest of my life. Help me out tonight, please.
1: Yeah, I'll, I will say, go Gators for this. I won't say that. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll I say, say that, that I will never chomp. <laughs> I'll never do that because that unless I'm in the in their end zone chomping.
0: Yeah, unless we just scored. That's the only time I'm chomping. I'm mock chomping. Yep, mock chomping. Guys, thank y'all for listening. If you do make it out to Saturday's game, be loud, be annoying. We're bringing the boat in
1: and we out.